This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. We just kind of pull up to the curb because there's absolutely nowhere to park. The cab driver looks back and says, hey, I'm going to go in and use the restroom for a second. All right. Weird, you know. So I'm like, are you going to take the keys with you? No, I'm going to leave them in here. Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to Fast Lane Family. Uh, today in the studio, I have my awesome husband, LW, with me today. And um, I'll go ahead and tell you that I have I had a tooth pulled last Thursday, and uh, it was kind of a last-minute thing. Went to the dentist on Wednesday, and on I was able to get it done on Thursday. I'm not so sure about that decision now because I've been in pain and have a whole swollen jaw and gum since then and also developed a sinus infection and sore throat so I might sound a little crappy today and and have to clear my throat and whatnot so I apologize for that in advance but we wanted to start off we left off last week um, talking about the girls and their first night at uh, Millbridge Carson and Kennedy and uh, they're racing so we wanted to kind of pick up with that and let you know how they did. Kennedy had a great race. Uh, She finished second in her heat race, really competitive. And you have to know a little bit about Kennedy's background in racing. And and we might've touched on it a little last week, but um, when she first started racing about three years ago, she was pretty aggressive, so aggressive that she took a couple early tumbles. Two hard wrecks. Yeah, two hard hits, uh, which kind of softened her a little bit. And and, uh, she didn't mash the pedal quite as hard after that uh, and then something came across her about halfway last year and she started getting on the on the pedal again and getting more aggressive and so she ended up second in the heat race really on the the bumper of the leader was was mad that she couldn't get past him uh, she wanted that win and uh, ended up starting third in her race of nine carts and ended up finishing fourth she ran third for for most of the race Right towards the end, she got hung up with a lapped car, and the the fourth place car got around her for third, and she was not very happy about that. She was the sore loser of the night on that one. Took her about five minutes to get out of her car after she went to get calmed down. She tried to convince (laughs) us that there uh, that there was another car out there that drug her back to finish fourth. Yes, yes. She tried to convince us that's why she was fourth, and she was very upset with that. But she, yeah, uh, yeah, and the heat race was the most fun because she ran the last probably four laps of the heat race just tucked right up under the leader and I mean yeah. had the bumper on them halfway around the track just about every lap so it was she was gouging on them and it was it was pretty cool to see some kids go racing hard like that yeah it was really fun she races she's eight she races with kids that are five to about ten I think so um she has a good time and Carson uh ran her first event in the uh 500 open division the night went real smooth for her I thought she uh ended up she finished third in her heat race Yep, she qualified. Um, she qualified sixth overall on time trials out, out, of, out of twelve cars. cars there. Right. And then yep. And then in the race, she uh, she just ran a solid fourth all night long. Uh, she got back to fifth, and uh, she was real proud of herself because she she did a slide job on her friend Austin. <laughs> so she was real proud of that. Just just finished a real solid fourth. Um, Mom was nervous. I was nervous the whole time. Uh, I won't lie. I tried to. I videoed. I videoed in segments. And those carts are just so fast. She did good. I couldn't believe it. 13 and to be as small as she is and hold on to those things. And and that's what she said. She said, I was just holding on. She was sore the next day. Her arms were tired. So she was, I mean, the grown men run those races, especially at the start of the season. And they, and and the men are tired after they run a race like that. So for her, you know, at at 90 pounds or whatever she is to go out there and, and, and manhandle the race car for for the whole race she did a great job she and did. you know she i guess i had a little payback because the week before at the late model race uh kelly took wyatt and wyatt was 
being hard to handle. So she ended up having to go down to the truck with Wyatt, and and I got to handle Wyatt during Carson's race last <laughs> so Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> he he was interested for a few laps, and then I had to yeah. keep one eye on the racetrack and one eye on him. Yep. All right, and their next race, they race every two weeks for the most part, so they race again on March 26th, and uh, we'll be back out there. You guys, anybody can come join us anytime at Millbridge Speedway for those races. We start racing at 8 o'clock on Wednesdays. And uh, we had a pretty eventful weekend. We, oh gosh, I don't remember what yeah, we, Saturday was. We, what was Saturday? <laughs> the, the, the tooth extraction on Thursday. Yeah, put, that put me put, down for a couple days. Out. Yeah, she missed a couple days, but now we yeah, yeah we actually had a uh, I mean, uh, let Junior Motorsports late models finished one two at Hickory on Saturday with Josh Berry and William Byron. So that was an awesome accomplishment for the late model team. And then early Sunday morning, Kelly and I got up and with Carson and took our family trip to California. <laughs> yeah, so we had a um, a trip planned. Well, actually, it came together in about a, a week or two. We've been working on some projects with Carson, uh, trying to see what we could develop in the, the acting business, basically, and, and maybe a show uh, with her as the centerpiece. So we went out and visited some folks in California just to really get a feel for what that entails and as a mom I have a lot of questions um, about you know how that works and Carson her whole life really has been she's she's a performer I mean since she was two or three she's always wanted to have a microphone and sing and perform in front of people you know when you have family over and guests and things like that she's always dragging out her music and microphone and she still does to this day and she tells us she wants to be famous in some capacity. I know that if you've listened to the podcast today, you find that hard to believe. Or if you've watched JRM 360 and you know a little bit about Carson's personality or you follow on Twitter, that's probably uh, not too unreasonable for you to believe. But, you know, we went out to California. We don't really make the trip to California very often. Uh, I mean, I've been there a few times in my life, but it's usually for quick trips like this one uh we we went out sunday flew all day and then flew back on tuesday so really we were just there for the day on monday and so and uh, if you follow our twitter you know we experienced our first earthquake yeah yeah first and, and hopefully last <laughs> earthquake. <laughs> and i was kind of i mean i was kind of half in half out of sleep and i know lw was he had been up a little bit earlier, and I had heard him get up. So I was kind of half in, half out, and about 6.25, the whole room just shook like crazy. And I can't can't even describe it. We were one and a half miles from the epicenter of this earthquake. I mean, just, it, you know, the bed frame was shaking against the wall, and everything was just shaking. At first, I thought to myself, LW is just trying to pull some prank on me, and he's, like, jumping on the bed <laughs> trying to wake me up or something because that's just what I figured was happening. So I'm, I, like, shake him, and I'm like, LW, LW, do you feel that? And he's, like, you know, wakes up, and he feels it for just, a, you know, I don't know how it, long it went on, it went, 30 I seconds mean, to a minute. For, for people mean, that wonder what, you know, I know some people saw on, on the YouTube or on television what it looked like to be there, but if you can, to describe it best, it'd be like driving down a smooth highway and all of a sudden coming across about a hundred yards of real, real bumpy dirt road in the middle of the highway. Cause I mean, you actually were bouncing for probably about seemed like probably two or three seconds. Yeah. You know, I don't know really how long the lapse of time it yeah. was, but I mean it, it, you know, and then all of a sudden it smoothed back up yeah. and I, for whatever, I mean, I, you know, had spent limited time in California and had never been in an earthquake, but instantly knew that's what had just happened. Well, and I did not instantly know. Yeah. That. Kelly, Kelly was like, what was that? And I, <laughs> I said, didn't even I, think about an earthquake. An earthquake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, and, and we opened the door, the sliding glass door of the room. Now, we're on the 11th floor, if, you know, to yeah. make matters worse, and um, we saw some of the hotel people kind of scattering out into the pool area, 
And so we're thinking, you know, do we, I mean, do you run out of your room at that point? Do you, what do you do? You know, we're in our pajamas and yeah, we I, have to be ready for a meeting by nine o'clock. So we're just kind of, my initial, my yeah. initial instinct was, I mean, it, it I mean, and I can't, it, it was, it was a scary situation, you know, as I, I'm sure anybody that experienced that probably had a little bit of fear go through their mind. Cause we're up on the 11th floor of a hotel. We run out to the balcony, look down and we see the workers of the hotel coming out the bottom and going into the courtyard there and thinking, well, if this is serious enough that they're yeah, evacuating, them. we yeah. don't know if that's something that happens every <laughs> third day in, in California. So at this point we wake happens. Carson up and we're like, Carson, Carson, wake up. We just had an earthquake. So she wakes up and I mean, she is freaked out by any kind of natural events like that. I mean, she's yeah. scared of just about everything, how she, drives these race cars I don't know but because she's scared of everything else she's scared of the dark practically but anyway she immediately puts on her shoes and is like we're going downstairs we're getting out of here and we're like no we're gonna take our shower first (laughs) and she's like what if we have another one in the shower so that was quite eventful so after we kind of uh got settled down from that and we went out to our meetings uh, basically we just spent the day on um some show sets for a couple of the Disney shows and we uh the idea for us was just to kind of get a feel of the filming and how it works all day and and talk to some of the parents of the cast members and talk to some of the cast and, you know, see how they got involved in the show and what they like about it and things like that. So um, it was just kind of a, a watch and learn, you know, scenario for us. And we spent pretty much all day uh, on the set of um, Disney's show Kicking It. And uh, we also got to walk over to a couple of the other sets. Um, my kids like the show Jesse, and uh, also a new show called I Didn't Do It. And uh, you know, just met some of the some of the family members and the cast members and whatnot, and talked to some producers and just people involved in the business. I was really surprised myself how many race fans were amongst those people. Yeah, it was a, a real neat experience. <coughs> I thought, and you know, as a as a dad, you whether you like those shows or not you have to watch those shows so you know you, <laughs> you, uh, it was neat to see some of the child stars you know when we went to the other sets that I was familiar with just yeah. by watching Kennedy and Carson and, and their television so I mean it was neat and it was uh you know the whole idea was for us to talk to other parents and just see how the whole thing unfolds which the parents were really cool because you got to get their perspective of, of how things go and you know, probably told us some information that we needed to know and, and maybe some that would better have been left unsaid. So, you know, you still have that. <laughs> they were just trying to concern, tell it all to concern us. Yep. in your, uh, or your, your head of, you know, what's, is this a good direction to go or not? So I mean, it was really, really, you know, a learning experience for everybody. And, and Carson, I think, uh, you know, you watch those television shows on television that take 30 minutes to play out and to see, you know, nine hours of, of what Filming, they did, yeah. you know, to make a, a few minutes of that show. I think it was, you know, yeah. a, a neat eye opener for her to realize the, the work and all of the effort that goes into just doing one one episode. Carson's ready to move there, by the way. No, she was ready. <laughs> when we landed the <laughs> yeah. plane, she was go, She was telling us on the way to the hotel from the airport how this was going to be just a wonderful place for her to live because yeah. she loved it. And <laughs> She's ready and, to know, go there. <laughs> she, she, we actually landed <clears throat> in LAX and... Before we got to the hotel, which I wasn't even aware that Carson knew where we were staying, she was telling us exactly how many miles we were from all the places that she wanted to go shopping. So I thought that that was quite interesting. Yeah, she's she done a lot of research for herself about the places she wanted to go visit. <laughs> we took the rest of the afternoon. Uh, we went down to Santa Monica and just walked around on the shops down at the promenade there and went out to the ocean and, and looked over the pier and really just shopped and people watched. Yeah, it, it was a neat experience. I mean, I'm, you know, we're... We're from the East Coast here, and, and we kind of, I guess, consider ourselves country people. But, y- you know, 
I love the United States, and it's just neat to see everything. And I mean, even for me, it was really a lot of neat things you see out there, and gives you different perspectives of how people live and and why people, you know, act or who are are who they are. Because it's just it's it's like you're you're still a part of the United States, but yet it's you're in a different world. So I mean, it was neat to take it all in, and I mean, there's great people watching for sure. So to get back from Santa Monica to the hotel, we had the luxury of having a car service take us over to Santa Monica. Uh, as a result of coming off of our meeting, we had the car service. And then headed back, um, we we also had the luxury of taking a cab back, <laughs> which wasn't a bad, it's not a, not a bad way to ride, don't get me wrong. But um, we asked the cab driver what the closest In-N-Out burger was because Carson had to have an In-N-Out burger before we came home and we were leaving bright and early Tuesday morning. And so... He said, well, you know, it might be about 10 minutes out of the way. And I'm already thinking that this cab ride from Santa Monica to the hotel, which I knew was 15 miles or so, was going to be, I'm thinking in my mind, like a 20 or $30 cab ride. <laughs> <clears throat> and it seemed like you inched about a half a tenth of a mile and the meter kept going up 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. And then, so we ended up going to the In-N-Out Burger, which I've never had an In-N-Out Burger. And apparently, according to my Twitter, I was really missing out and I'm, uh, I did eat a few bites of LW, so I guess I have got the taste of it now. But So we're in the In-N-Out, and there's a gazillion people there. We're about sixth in line trying to get just into the parking lot of this In-N-Out. And LW says, well, you know what? I'll run in with Carson, and we'll just run through this little opening across the drive-thru, and we'll run in and get what we need. And Kelly, you just stay here in the cab, and then by the time y'all get a parking spot, hopefully we'll be done and you know get back out to the cab. I mean, first thing that's going through my mind is your husband's leaving you in this cab. I'm the female here. Your husband's leaving you in this cab by yourself with this cab driver you don't know anything well, about. It, in my defense, at that point, we were committed to the cab driver because we, we were, were riding oh, with yeah. him. And, and on the same token, yeah. the crowd of people around the in and out Burger, I felt that Kelly was probably safer. Well, yeah, that's where I was going. Uh, so I didn't really know which place <laughs> I'd be safer in, the in and out Burger or the cab. So anyway, so I, so I stay in the cab. We just kind of pull up to the curb because there's absolutely nowhere to park. The cab driver looks back and says, hey, I'm going to go in and use the restroom for a second. I'm like, all right, weird, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, are you going to take the keys with you? No, I'm going to leave them in here. And no, I wasn't thinking I was going to pull a Jeff Gordon and take this cab for a ride, you know. That's what everybody was telling me to do on Twitter. That Those were not my thoughts at all to take this cab for a ride because, A, it was extremely crowded where we were. I was concerned that someone was going to jump in the cab and take off with me. And I'm sitting there tweeting about it, and everybody's like, yeah, take it for a ride, take it for a spin, do some donuts, do some hot laps. And I'm thinking, I'm I'm more on the scared side here than I am thinking about taking this, this cab for a ride. So he, he um, yeah, he, he parks us in a parking spot and uh, goes in the in and out and comes back out. We're still waiting on... Yeah, we Carson and, Carson and I <laughs> got to the counter eventually and ordered, and I think we were number 108. And at that time, they were calling. They were still in the 80s of the order numbers that they were calling when we sat down to wait. So it was a long wait to wait for some fast yeah, food. So it, it was. was. I had one bite of the burger, so yeah. I um, it was okay. I, I don't know. That I didn't. I didn't really. I guess get the whole enthrallment of the In and Out burgers. So. Yeah. So yeah, we took it back to the hotel, and and I took a few bites of um, L Dub's burger. I think what it is, it reminds me of Steak and Shake, which is what we have out yeah. here, really. Yeah. Yep. And um, maybe they have some special ways they do things. People kept saying, 
you know, get an animal style and find the not so secret menu and all those things. So um, I would kind of liken it to the steak and shake. Yeah, and I can't, here. I can't lie. The fact that I even went in was because I wanted a piece of apple pie or some kind of sweet. Yeah. And the only sweets they had was milkshakes. So <laughs> I was dis disappointed in the dessert menu at the In-N-Out Burger. So, um, so we had a nice trip and uh, you know got up bright and early uh, Tuesday morning and headed on back this way. Uh, we've had a pretty uneventful travel day, I think, right? Yeah, everything went real smooth. Yeah. I, I actually, even you know going out, coming back, um, you know, it's it people people that travel know that you know when you're flying and in and out of airports, it seems like you're just waiting for something to go wrong. But all in all, we'll we'll take what we had. We had a couple hiccups on the equipment on the airplane that we were on, but other than that, everything went real smooth. I don't call that a hiccup. You, are you talking about when we went out there on the way out? We sat down in the first airplane. Okay. Not, well, we, yeah, we all sat down. But Kelly sat down because we were all, going out there. We were all in middle seats on different rows. Okay. So we weren't even sitting together. And the plane was full. And so on my aisle, this little lady, cute little lady sitting in the aisle, the window seat. And I'm going to get into the middle seat. And sh and I sat down and I thought to myself, smells terrible right here. And the lady says, I think someone threw up right here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. I said, that's exactly what it is. That's the smell I smell. So she um, literally, I mean, it she was on, it on her. Oh, yeah. It was on her seatbelt. It was on her seat. It was on the tray table. It was on the seat in front of her. It was on my seat. It was on my tray table. It was terrible. So the flight attendant, I said, well, let me go see if she's got some, you know, wipes and paper towels and everything we can use. The lady was a nurse, so she's like, it doesn't bother me. I deal with this all day. I'll clean it up. No big deal. And the flight attendant kept wanting to bring the cleaning crew on, and we were already yeah, the flight, uh, the flight attendant flight. wanted no part of touching it or helping clean. No, the flight means. attendant did not want to help us. some little wipes to clean with. And yeah, I thought, she gave wow. us about eight little um, sanitary wipe things that are in packets like you get after you eat some ribs. So me and the, the lady looks and she's like, these are not going to be enough. And so we started, you know, getting them out and wiping things down and uh, ended up okay. But it was <laughs> throughout the flight, me and the lady kept looking at each other because we would find it somewhere else, you know. Oh. And oh, it was terrible. It was awful. All right, now it's time for Ask Kelly. Remember that you can submit your questions on my Twitter at Earnhardt Kelly and just use the hashtag Ask Kelly. So here we go. All right, uh, at D Junior Burr Girl wants to know what is your favorite thing to do with your family that is not racing related? I want to know what her Twitter handle name means <laughs> first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can make out parts of it, but not the whole thing. So my favorite, our favorite thing to do, um, <laughs> I don't know if we have a lot of things that aren't racing related because we kind of tie everything. And I'm going to say camping because that really is our favorite thing to do um, outside of going to the races. Uh, we try to camp probably a half a dozen times a year. Sometimes those trips are relative to racing and they, they were a lot when LW raced the modified tour, we really would take the camper um, to all the modified races and kind of make a weekend family trip out of those and, and go to the races on Saturday. Uh, but now we, um, we have a kind of a list of places that we want to camp and we try to knock off a few of those um, every year. All right. Uh, the next one is at Trom Blumpkin. You've mentioned uh, in previous podcasts that you raced against your brothers, but this person wants to know have you ever raced against your father <laughs> did you no I never got the opportunity to race against my dad um it, you know my dad really didn't get the opportunity to come to a lot of our late model races and even watch us and uh 
you know, I think the closest thing I could say that, you know, we did to race against our dad might have been something on the farm where we were just messing around or joking or, you know, a foot race or something where he kind of double-dog dared you to do something. So, yeah, nope, never got to race against him in a car. At Shelly P107, do you have a favorite recipe that was handed down from a family member? Oh, yeah. If you don't know it, my grandmother Earnhardt wrote a cookbook with Jeff Gordon's mom, Carol, Carol Bickford. There's a lot of great recipes in that book that my uh, grandmother and Carol both uh, put in there from our families. Really, the thing that's cool about that cookbook is the stories that go along with them. And my grandmother tells about how certain recipes came about or why we did certain things. But probably uh, one that comes to mind is Sundrop Pound Cake. And uh, for those of you that don't know what a Sundrop is, Sundrop is a citrus drink that was, I guess, pretty much uh, born in North Carolina. Mm. My family <laughs> kind of lived on Sundrop um, out of Kannapolis and uh, my, my grandmother found a unique way to to make a Sundrop pound cake so that'd probably be my favorite. At Crazy Mike B wants to know if Junior Motorsports would ever field a cup car in the future. Wow we've been asked that question a lot and I, I think I even seen Dale answer that question on Twitter in the last week or so. You know that's not really in our our field of vision here. Um, we enjoy being in the Nationwide Series. We enjoy the opportunity to you know, put guys in the cars on their way to the Cup Series. And uh, I just don't think that we would want to, and, and it could change. I'm never going to, I'm not going to say never, but the cost of fielding a Cup operation these days and just the resources that you have to have and the foundation for that that you have to have kind of, I think, is, is far more reaching than what we're interested in doing. So we're happy in the Nationwide Series and never say never, but not right now. All right, so we're ready for our final thought. And so, LW, I'm going to ask you this question. What is the one thing you regret that we didn't do while we were in California? Well, that's a good question. You know, I, I looking at California and going to Hollywood and you, all the stars that are out there and everybody says, oh, you know, let me know if you see somebody famous or get a picture. And, you know, we didn't, you know, we saw a lot of the child stars for the kids shows, but I didn't, you know, I was thinking, man, what if you ran into a guy like Clint Eastwood or, or Kurt Russell or one of those guys that are just, you know, guys that you think, man, those guys are just so cool. I'd love to get a picture. And in all reality, we probably wouldn't have recognized any of them because I don't think they, any of them look what they really yeah. look like on television. But I just, you know, didn't really see that that star power that made me feel like, man, I got to run over there and, and shake that guy's hand. Yeah, me neither. Met Tom Cruise once, didn't even know I met him. Yeah, that's what I'm talking so. about. You meet those people, you're like, oh, really, that's you? What a yeah. disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for joining us. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk next week.